All right, Lemonheads, producer Fungus here. I'm uh, joined by uh, David Shapiro, the president of U.S. Division and the head of U.S. Sales at Pixelot Technology. David, how are you doing today? Very good. Thanks for having me on, Gustavo. For sure, for sure. I uh, We came across your, your contact because you happen to be involved with the beginning of of uh of women's soccer in Argentina. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got involved with that? Yeah, so we're very excited about the new partnership that we just developed with Lacorte. Lacorte is the leading production company in Argentina. Um, so together with Lacorte, we partnered with the Argentine Football Association, the AFA, to stream women's first division soccer for the first time in its history. Uh, the organization's been around for 28 plus years has never had broadcast capability, and we're working with LaCourt to make that possible. That's great. Can you tell me a little bit about the, the technology that you guys use in order to supply these broadcasts like at, a, at a, such a low cost? Yeah, so Pixlot is an automated sports production company. So we've developed technology that essentially gives people the ability to produce sports events without having any people involved. And so by doing that, it obviously reduces the cost and gives us the ability to produce sports at a fraction of the traditional production cost. So the way the system works is you install our hardware, uh, which is a camera solution at midfield. It's got multiple cameras that are capturing the content, 180 degree panorama. And our advanced algorithms are tracking the action. So it's got zoom, pan, tilt, your, um, seeing a production looks just like you would normally see on TV with multiple cameramen and a production truck that's doing that, but we're doing that without any people. So you've got the cameras that are installed. It's then um, being transferred to our, our computer system, which is where everything's being processed, then being pushed to the cloud and either streamed on an over-the-top network, an OTT, or being um, sent through a linear TV station. That's that's pretty incredible how you guys managed to um, to uh, create this technology in order to bring down costs because now it makes it more accessible for organizations that wouldn't be uh, that wouldn't be in the position to to broadcast their games. Correct? You're you're exactly right. So we're not really targeting trying to replace the production that you see of an NFL game or an NBA game, but there's so much other sports activity that's going on uh, worldwide that is not able to be produced because of the cost of production. And that's really what we're opening up. So what we talk about is at Pixlot, we're really democratizing sports production. So uh, whether it be uh, professional leagues that couldn't produce college sports, high school sports, youth sports, very few of those games, the cream of the crop end up being produced. What we're doing is really opening that market up so that women's sports, men's sports, youth, high school, um, men's leagues that are for older people, all of that stuff can be produced. So uh, are there any any organizations or any sports in particular, any segments that you've noticed have really taken off due to uh, working with you guys and having their product being available to a wider audience? Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's a, a lot of examples. Um, women's sports is one of the prime ones, and that's what this partnership with LaCorte uh, is really emphasizing, you know, if, if you 
want to watch women's sports, there's very few options for you out there. In the United States, it's maybe a few WNBA games, some very high-end college games. And this piece of it actually hits home for me. I've got a nine-year-old daughter, and whenever we turn the TV on to watch sports, it's always men's sports. And she constantly is asking, why aren't there any girls on TV playing? <laughs> yeah. And I think the reason is, is that there just hasn't been the audience for those games to merit the cost associated with production. Um, but with technology like Pixelot, we're able to open that game up so that um, more um, women's sports can be produced and, and other things. The best example I'd point to where we have the most traction is actually in the United States. We partner with uh, the NFHS Network, which is the National Federation of High Schools. As you can imagine, very few high school games are produced. I think the first high school basketball game that was produced was only 10 or 12 years ago when LeBron James was oh, playing high school basketball. That's right. And there's that. been, over the last 10 years, the very high-end games of the top recruits that would have production. With NFHS Network, we now have systems in 2,500 high schools across the United States any Friday night will produce upwards of a thousand high school games. Um, just uh, last month, we did over 40,000 hours of production um, for the NFHS network. No kidding. That's pretty crazy how, how uh, the, the market has just grown so big. I can imagine places like, like Texas where high school football is so huge. Maybe, you know, uh, that market is just going to exponentially grow. So to the point where, you know, it's 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 almost like watching college football on a Saturday or something like that. Yeah, no, I, I think you're exactly right. And with the um, growth of all these OTT platforms and less people each month that are watching um, the traditional cable TV or Dish Network Direct TV, um, you're you're really seeing content be spread across a lot of different platforms. And I think that opens up the market a lot more for our type of technology is there's a lot of different places that our content can live. It can go to the traditional linear network or it can go to one of many OTT networks that are out there. That's really cool. That's really cool. Let's take it back to, um, to the Argentine uh, Federation for a second. Uh, I don't know if you saw and the women's world cup is going on right now, right? So that's gotta be, that's gotta be helping out um, this new, venture with women's soccer in Argentina, but the actually the Argentinian team uh, yesterday pulled out a big comeback. They were down 3-0, to zero, and in the last 15 minutes of the match, they actually tied it up, which was, which, uh, was a, a huge deal in the tournament, and it's, uh, it's getting talked a lot of lately. Um, I can imagine some of, those, some of the women in that team are in the Argentinian league um, that you guys are, are working with, so... Uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about that, but can you talk about how that might help facilitate uh, the growth of the sport over there in Argentina? Yeah, I, I did hear about that, and I think pretty much all of the women on the national team are in the Premier A, the, the league that we've partnered with to produce all their games. And I think it'll have a big impact. The, the World Cup obviously does, as their team's successful, um, more kids back um, at home are going to see those games and want to start playing soccer. And so it helps grow the game. I think the same thing goes for all these games that we're going to be broadcasting in the next season. Uh, as more and more people in the country watch uh, these professional teams, it starts to become 
something that they want to be and aspire to, right? Because if you see them on TV, that can become your hero. And so you want to be like that person that you see on TV. And so I think that's a, a big part of it that, you know, it, it's a shame that for 29 years, there's been this great professional league, but the only people that could see it were the people in the stadium, right? There's obviously yeah. a much bigger audience in, you know, their, their country, but also worldwide that will be able to see these games um, after we get our systems in place and start producing for the next season. I agree 100%. You can take this back even to the the 1999 Women's World Cup, right? The, when they when uh when they beat I think it was China in the final and it was a huge it was a big deal and that I think it was the first time the Women's World Cup was televised and uh a bunch of little girls around the country it got their first experience of watching, you know, professional uh female athletes. So they and that uh uh, snowballed into what's women's soccer in the United States today, which is huge. And not only that, you know, uh, around the around the world, really, women's soccer has uh, has grown into a, a much bigger product than it was a long time ago. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a fantastic comparison. Um, soccer in the United States, you know, if you look at who, not the, I know they're not the founders, but if you ask people, you know, who are the the biggest women in U.S. soccer history, I think most of them are going to point to Julie Foudy, Brandi Chastain, Mia Hamm, um, and they were the Definitely. key players on that 99 team. And you're right. I mean, so many the stadiums got packed for those games like they had never been packed before. I think the championship game filled the L.A. Coliseum, which was like 70,000 people. It was broadcast nationwide, and it really started – a culture of female soccer, I think, in the United States. It was a much smaller sport. Now, if you look at participation numbers, I believe youth soccer uh, has the highest number of participants among females. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, I've seen that before, and, and um, it's actually growing a lot um, even amongst, uh, uh, amongst males also because with, the, uh, with all the CTE scandals in football and stuff, parents are looking for different different sports to put their kids in. But, uh, David, I want you to tell me about what, what's next for, for Pixelot. Like, where are you guys looking to expand your technology? What other sports or what other markets are you guys looking to get into? Yeah, so we currently produce 12 sports. Um, so everything from soccer to American football, lacrosse, field hockey, basketball, volleyball, hockey, um, we just now launched baseball and softball, which is the first time we've had a diamond sport. Everything else was on the traditional rectangular field. Let me ask uh, so you about total, that. we're producing 12 sports. Yeah. So let me, uh, did, did, do you have to uh, change like your algorithms or anything involved in the technology in order to do baseball since it's a different layout? Yeah, ba baseball is a little bit more challenging. You're exactly right because of both how the field is set up and then also – the ball and player are not usually together, right? Whereas in soccer, yeah. um, you know, the ball is always going to catch up to the player. In baseball, you've got the ball being hit to the third baseman, but then also the base runner running the first. So it is a little bit more complex of an algorithm to get baseball and softball. Also, the viewpoint right now, our cameras are set up behind home plate for baseball and softball, although we are working on a solution where you'll have multiple camera angles. So you'd have a center field camera and a home plate camera. Um, and then for each of the sports that we have, we have unique algorithms where we've spent thousands of hours building and training these algorithms 
And with each game that we produce, it gets better and better because if we see something that uh, the machine made a mistake on in terms of the tracking, we're going to fix that. And so I think that's what has advanced our technology the most is because we've got 5,000 systems installed across the world. We're producing over 40,000 hours of content every month. Um, our machine learning is getting better and better with every single hour of production. So it's really improved a ton. If you looked at our production five years ago to today, it's drastically different. And I think a lot of times our production can actually be more consistent than a human camp operator, especially at the lower level if you don't have you know very seasoned executives that are uh, manning those cameras. If you've got oh, um, you know lower entry level people manning them, there's going to be a lot of mistakes more so than you're going to have with um, our computer vision. I can see how that how that uh, does affect or how that how that can um, how that can benefit you know like a, a lower level organization like that or somebody where they can't afford really the the high end uh, experts or professionals. But um, what's what's the team that that you that you started working with recently that that you're just really excited just to be working with like somebody that maybe weren't wasn't so wasn't too lower level but they they decided to go with you anyways. Yeah, so uh, one of our more recent partnerships is in Spain with an organization called Footers, where we're producing all of the th third and fourth league games that That's are taking place game. there. Also, um, a big partnership that we have is in Germany with Sport Total, where we're producing the entire fourth Bundesliga of soccer and now getting into volleyball and floor hockey. Um, and so there's countless partners that we have. You know, Those are a few that I name off the top of my head. Also in the U.S., uh, we're really proud of our partnership with Hockey TV. Uh, we've got one of our systems in every AHL stadium across the U.S. and Canada, um, and then also several of the, the rinks where junior hockey's been being played, we're producing those games. So, you know, the, you asked earlier about um, what's next, what's the opportunity I think we've had a lot of success in the lower leagues of professional sports and a lot of success in high school sports. Um, the big opportunity that I see is both in the collegiate market and in the youth sports marketplace. Um, in the United States, there's 40 million kids that are playing youth sports. If you go to a game, you will see just about every single parent holding up their cell phone, trying to capture <laughs> that goal or that base hit or whatever it might be of their kids sports experience yep. and it actually it takes away from the experience the parents are having because they're having to watch it through their phone if they know that every game is going to be produced professionally one they're going to get better quality footage than what's on their cell phone and they're not going to have to worry about trying to capture that moment on their phone they're going to be able to be in the moment and so then in terms of college sports there's obviously a lot of college games that are produced, but if you look at the sports and games that are produced, it's predominantly um, American football, mm -hmm. um, men's and women's basketball, and then women's softball and sometimes uh, women's volleyball. There's 20 other sports that are taking place on campus from field hockey to lacrosse to baseball to soccer um, to hockey, there's just there's so much more content there yeah. that a lot of people want to be able to watch and see. And so that's another area that we're trying to go after and, and help um, work with those universities to both increase their brand and also create a new monetization channel for themselves. 
That's really interesting stuff, David. Um, I'm interested in learning a little bit more. So maybe after we, after the interview uh, wraps up, we can talk a little bit more about it. <laughs> See if it benefits Lemon City a little bit. But uh, David, yeah, I, 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 I would uh, be happy to. Yeah, thank, definitely. I, I thank you for coming on to the show. It's, very, it's uh, I think our, it gives it gives a lot of insight to our audience on how uh, uh, the whole world sports production world works. So I thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, if people want more information, our website is www.pixelot.tv. Um, you can get in touch with us through there and see sample videos of what we've produced. Awesome. Um, I, I, I really look forward to the partnership that we have with LaCourt and to help them expand women's soccer in their country. Awesome. All right, David, thanks for coming on. Yep, thanks, Gustavo. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.